Hey, it's seven minutes to bedtime. I'm Rick. I'm Sydney. And we had an interesting week. I don't want. I don't want the wait. I want to know if Steve and, and, won. And that's the problem. Is that's, you know, I don't you, see any problem in that. You don't even it's know. It's just me wanting Steve to win. How good the journey is. The feeling of anticipation, of wonder, the butterflies in your stomach, worrying which way will it go. What will I think? I want to. I want to Maybe be that's, happy. That's part of the journey. Okay, but I don't want that. I get it. I hear you. But too bad. That's the way life is. If you're going to only want the end result, then you're not going to understand that the journey is the most important part. Do you think that my my wanting to, to know who wins a comp on Big Brother correlates to my entire life? Because it doesn't. It's just Big Brother. I don't Google, what am I going to be doing in 20 years? <laughs> I don't think it'll have the answer to that. If it did, I wouldn't do it. I want to know if I Steve think, won Big Brother. I think maybe you would. I don't think I would. Somebody would tell you what the future was 20 years from the future? No, I wouldn't want to know. Mm-hmm. What if they're like, you'll be dead by then? I'm like... <sighs> That's an interesting question to have. I had an envelope that I could push across. I'd burn it. Would you? It's like a, like a match at it. Let me tell you the thing that I wanted to tell you. So I told you about my cool friend in language arts. Yes. Uh, today, there are these two dudes who are just... <sighs> Neither of them are Brian. It's two separate dudes who are so afraid of the slightest bit of femininity in their life. They're so obsessed with their fragile hyper-masculinity that as they were walking into the classroom, they were walking past a projector that you had to like squeeze by. And one of them went, after you, ladies first. And he went, I'm not a lady, you go first, ladies first. And they spent about 10 minutes <laughs> while Miss George was still outside playing rock, paper, scissors to who went first. And they were like, okay, let's go at the same time. Because there's there's a part of this after where I talk about it with Malik. And they were both trying to go past the projector at the exact same time, doing the exact same footsteps, so that neither of them would be going first. (laughs) And I was just looking at them like... It's hysterical. That's like a Saturday Night Live bit. Fragile, fragile masculinity that can be broken so easily as to just step forward before another dude and i so i leaned into malik because everybody was like oh this is so funny i leaned into malik and i was like do you find this funny he was like no this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen like and he was like why is it such an insult to be called a female people always think that they're so weak and fragile Mm. and they but they carry a baby in them for nine months and i was like you go, Malik. <laughs> yeah. You stop that smells strongly. Yeah, it smells delicious. It smells it? Strongly, By the way, I'm eating M and M's. That's the crunching noise that you hear. Okay. And yes, I'm eating M and M's at that time. So. Yeah. Okay. Malik is. That's the way I roll. <laughs> it's so strong because you're breathing the scent of mm-hmm. all these M and M's directly down my throat. So what are my rolls? Uh, the losers. And. It's not you. Doesn't define you. Yeah, it doesn't define me.
definitely a part of you, but it's not entirely who you are. Sure. It's not what you lead with. Yeah. Hi, my name's Sydney, and I'm... Yeah. It'll Just... come up somewhere. Or it won't. Yeah. My, hetero- originally... my, my heterosexuality doesn't come up. Because that's kind of like a default... No, because it just doesn't come up. Yeah. And, and I guess that is um, my mindset in terms of how this is addressed. And I don't think that it's... I, I think that's part of what the LGBT... LGBT? LGBT. Uh, I think that's what the, the, the community fights for, is the fact that um, that it's such a non-issue. For heterosexuals, heterosexuals, that it needs to be a non-issue for that. Wait, what non-issue? My like people just assuming. No, not assuming. Meaning it doesn't come up. Oh, and, yeah. And and it doesn't come up not because. Um, not because it's like the majority view or. The popular view or the right view or anything, it doesn't come up because it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. And it shouldn't make a difference in, in any of the communities. Yeah. And I think that's what we strive for. Yeah. But I wasn't. Which is why I have the same two rules for all of my kids, yeah. regardless of the loser. <laughs> I, like, I like that rule. I broke that rule. With Cassidy. your mother. <laughs> I'm telling her you said no, this. No, kidding. <laughs> I love my mom. Um, I broke that rule for a couple of years with Cassie. Yeah. But. But no more. No more Lucas. So. I wasn't going to tell you guys. I was just gonna, just gonna let it happen. But. No. It was weighing on me, and I was like, why is it weighing on me? I'm not going to be like that. I don't want to come out. I'm just going to let it, let life take its course. Mm-hmm. But I was... But if it starts to weigh on you where you feel like more instances of your life are going to reveal more questions than answers, then at some point it behooves people yeah. to fill in the blanks. Yeah. I don't even know why I was afraid. Because I, oh. I, I told you guys, because I went to the club, and also because I wanted to be like, because I wanted to tell you guys that there's a really cute girl in there. That's how I was going to tell Mommy. I told you I was going to get in the car and be like, there's a really, really cute girl in the GSA. I was just going to let that happen, but then I didn't, because she thought that I was declining her calls, because she was parked like right next to where we were chilling after school. And her calls weren't coming through, and I had my phone in my hand, mm-hmm. and she thought that I was declining them. And she could see you? Yeah. <laughs> so she thought that I was declining calls, and I looked up, and I saw her, and I was like, oh, hey. And I walked up, and she was sitting there like, and I was like, what's up? And she's like, you're declining my calls. And I was like, no, no. So I didn't get to tell her when I got in the car. Well, I want you to take one piece of information away from this, and then you're going to sit around, and then you're going to go to bed. That one piece of information is there has never been, nor will there ever be, a reason for you to be afraid to tell mom and dad anything. 
didn't know that. But it's difficult to make yourself believe it yeah. when you're in the heat of it. So yeah. when you're in trouble or when you're afraid or when you've screwed up, that message that I just told you is exactly the same. It will always be okay. At seven minutes to bedtime, not all conversations are interesting. Not all conversations are deep. But they're all important. Good night. Good night.